You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You're tuned in to Tapped Out. Hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine. Only on the BetQL Network. Well, we are just hours away from 2023. We appreciate you checking us out. It's Tapped Out right here on the BetQL Network with our producer, Jake Noaker, and my co-host, Brendan Tobin, down in Miami. I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine. College football action right now. I'm sure some people have some money on it. TCU came into this game versus Michigan as an underdog, and right now they are rolling. It is oh, nine man. seconds left in the third quarter. Horn Frogs up 41 to 22. It looks like BT Michigan's about to push it in. Did you have TCU winning this game? No, no. I mean, my co-host that I do uh, weekdays down here in Miami with uh, Leroy Horde, of course, a great Michigan running back. I can only imagine. I leave him alone during games. I can't imagine how upset he is. I'm looking at Jamal Hill right now to put an MMA to his big uh, Michigan fan. He uh, tweeted out just minutes ago, I'm done watching this BS. So, Well, he, yeah. he might want to keep watching because Michigan just punched it in with three seconds left in the third. So it's a two-score game, extra point pending, 41-28. to 28. So if you have TCU and if you have the overs, you're looking pretty good. And then coming up later on tonight, it is Ohio State and Georgia. Ohio State right now getting seven and a half. That's tempting when you can get the touchdown, the extra point, and the hook. You think they got a chance to beat the national champion dogs? Nah, dude, I don't think so. I, I just, I, I feel like Georgia's like, they're walking in there. It's their place. Like they're going to, they're just going to maul them anyway. But if they, you know, it, it, look, what I'm hoping for ultimately, I want Michigan Ohio state for the national championship. I mean, that's juicy as hell. Those teams hate each other. Uh, I, I, I could deal with the sec being out of the title game. That would be nice, but I just, I, I, I don't think so. I think Georgia's got this. Michigan, by the way, just converted a two point conversion. So it's now an 11 point game in theory. That is a two-score game, but let's get off the football field and into the octagon while we're talking about champions. 2022 saw a lot of new champions in the UFC. Let's just start with what I think is the most surprising one, and I didn't think that we were going to see it for a while. It was Kamaru Usman. Now, of course, Usman ended up getting kicked in the head by Leon Edwards in the fifth round with not a whole lot of time left, and it really shook up the entire, at least UFC and fighting world, I think that Usman was so good for so long, even in that fight, that a lot of people just thought, okay, who's next? I don't know about you, bro, but I still can't believe that happened. That one is, uh, that. yeah, I, I feel like all these lists that have come out, and there's a lot of good choices this year for, like, fight of the year, result of the year, knockout of the year. That was one of those, and I'm sure you get this, Sean, because people know that you like mixed martial arts, and we talk all sports, but that's one of those where people want to talk to you who aren't big mixed martial arts followers, they want to talk to you about that. And they were that was happening, it felt like, with the with the Leon Edwards knockout. It felt like it was happening for a month. People wanted to talk about that result. 
Um, and it just had everything to it because, you know, Kamara was running out of opponents. He was lapping the division. He was dominating this fight. People were talking about him catching GSP. And for that to happen in such stunning fashion, it really did. It felt like it shook up the uh, the entire sport. It felt like it shook up the entire, uh, just the entire sports world, even for for a few days there. Um, that that I think far and away was the the moment of the year. And for Kamaru, like you know, now the 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 the, the climb starts back to see if he is you know going to be able to to regain his belt. There's a lot of talk about his health. How much longer does he want to do it? He's not the youngest guy in the world either. So you thought about a guy who was maybe going to cement himself as possibly the goat to do this. And now, uh, you know, that, that all just literally changes in the, in the swift kick of an eye. Uh, it's, it was, it was crazy, man. That one shook me up. Well played there. Yeah. He's been champion since he took care of Tyron Woodley. That was all the way back in March of 2019. And then his first title defense was against Colby. Then your boy Masvidal, then Gilbert Burns then Masvidal again, then Colby again. And then it's crazy that Leon ended up being the guy, but, that's how it is. All right, speaking of surprising knockouts at the end of fights, we got to talk about Alex Perea knocking out Israel Adesanya. I mean, Izzy is another one of those guys that it just felt like forever he was going to hold on to that belt, especially at this particular weight class. I know he lost to Yam when he tried to go up. Man, Alex Perea just has that guy's number. And the crazy thing is, tell me if I'm wrong, if they fight again, I think I put my money on Perea. Yeah, because you got to feel like his confidence is going to be even higher going in the next time around, knowing that that's always going to be there for him. Um, I mean, Izzy had such a weird year, too, because you think about it, this guy's one of the most active champions out there. People were walking out of his fight with Jared Cannonier because they were so done with how dominant he was, how he couldn't be touched. And so you're taking on this guy who the only, like, they're literally, the only reason uh, Pajeda gets the, the title shot is like, we need storylines here because this guy's just beating everybody. And so he knocks out Sean Strickland, vaults his way all the way up to a title shot. And we're like, oh, that's a cute story. But, like, there's no way he's actually going to beat Izzy, right? And, again, this is one where it felt like Izzy had this one in the bag. And Fajeda comes out with just a, a, a monster shot to, to completely flip the script. And I'm with you, man. Like, that's got to be in Izzy's head now. Like, you lose in multiple sports to the guy. And his experience isn't even that great in the sport. And also, he just... He look like I know he's a middleweight. He doesn't look like a middleweight. So that's that's another thing that's tough for Izzy going into this one. And like Usman, Izzy the champion since 2019, first defended that title against Gastelum, then Whitaker, Joel Romero, Paulo Costa, and then he lost to Blahovich when he went up a weight class. Vittori, Whitaker, Cannonier. So he took out everybody. And then again, it was his bugaboo, if you will, Alex Perea that is now 3-0 against him. And we're going to do a segment coming up later on called What Are the Odds? And I'm going to ask BT if we see that fight again, what are the odds going to be? Because I think Israel Adesanya is going to be a huge underdog when and if we see that fight again. All right, we're talking about all the belts that change hands here on the final show of Tapped Out. We appreciate you checking out the show. We'll keep you updated, by the way, what's going on in that TCU uh, versus Michigan game right now. TCU has a big lead early on in the fourth quarter. Islam. Man, it's funny because we've been talking about Islam for a long time, and now is finally his time. He took the belt off Charles Oliveira. I know Oliveira was your guy, and you and me alike. It kind of took us a minute to come around to Charles, and then once we did, we thought he was never going to lose. Now I don't think Islam's ever going to lose because he beat Oliveira. Well, yeah, and that's the thing that is so shocking about the other two guys that we just talked about, and, and Izzy and Kamaro, is like you have to respect – 
guys that, you know, start going through the division and going through it multiple times. And so with Charles, yeah, it did feel like, oh, wow, he's doing this to some of the best strikers in the division. He's out striking them and Dustin Poirier or Michael Chandler or Gaethje. Like, who's going to – that's not even his thing. And how is he going to be stopped? And then, you know, Islam comes in there and just looks like an absolute buzzsaw with not a huge resume behind him. This is another guy that got to basically, you know, find a pretty easy path to the title, although not all of it being his fault. But, yeah, he looks like an absolute – he looks absolutely dynamite in this, and he's already set up for what is probably the the super fight so far of 2023 when uh, when next year's calendar gets going. But I'm with you. Like, you think just, just looking at his skill set, you know, can he be a guy who matches – the legacy, the resume of his guy Khabib. I don't know. I mean, it's a lot to ask because, you know, this is a crazy sport as we've seen. I didn't think Kamara was going to lose to Leon Edwards. I certainly didn't think that Izzy was going to lose to a guy who just got into the rankings, even though he lost him in another sport. Um, so yeah, it is, it does feel like Islam looks pretty invincible after a win like he had, but you know, the way this is going, who knows? Maybe Poirier gets him if they gets another crack at it. Who knows, dude? It's crazy to think that we're even having this conversation that Khabib's protege essentially has a chance to be as good as him. And at this point, now that he's got the belt, because you were talking about the fight that we're looking forward to coming up, you were referring to Islam versus Volkanovsky at UFC 284. That's the ultimate super fight, both those guys holding on to a belt. The odds are just crazy. I mean, Islam right now is a minus 300 favorite at BetMGM. You can get the pound-for-pound pound best fighter in the world right now, Alexander Volkanovsky, a guy that once Brian Ortega couldn't choke him out, I thought, okay, this guy ain't going out to anybody at any time. He's a plus 280 in that fight. I'm not saying I'm putting my money on him, but it's crazy that Islam is that big of a favorite. Yeah, and look, I, I'm guilty of this with Volk, too, because it took me a long time to to kind of buy into it with the Holloway trilogy, but – he did such a, a number on Holloway in their final fight that, like, there's nothing else that you could say. Like, he, it was such a dominant stamp of I'm the man that if you didn't have his respect for him, like, it feels really silly to just look at a guy like this and be in the division that he's been in. Yeah, I guess we could look at a size thing, but this guy used to play, like, Australian rules football, so it's not like he he's not used to, to messing with big bodies before. Um I don't know, man, like that, that just seems too tasty to, to, to just leave on the table off of Islam. And that, that's not a slight on Islam. It just feels like, all right, th- are we really doing this too? That feels too soon. Like Olivera didn't get that kind of respect that quick from the odds makers. Like it took a while even for them, whether, whether it be the Gaethje fight or whether it be the Poirier fight for people to kind of hop on that bandwagon and be like, oh yeah, 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 he definitely should be the favorite here. Islam has like one big stage performance and all of a sudden, He's he's that dumb. Is it just a weight class thing? I don't know, but I feel like uh, you know Volk Volk's pretty tasty there for sure. I, I actually think it's a Styles thing, is what it is. Because if you you mentioned the Holloway fights, three of uh of uh, Volkanovski's last five fights have come against Max Holloway. The other two against Korean Zombie and Brian Ortega. So he hasn't seen the style that Islam presents. Not that anybody presents the same style that Islam has, but it just I feel like you know Styles make fights, and I understand why Islam's the favorite. Just not quite that big. All right, while we're talking about belts that changed hands, uh, Yuri Prohaska took the belt off of Glover Teixeira, and then ultimately now it's vacant and it's a weird situation. But that was a great fight, and we got a chance to see it. Yeah, I mean, that was uh, that was pretty nutty because it was another one where felt like uh, his opportunity was slipping away. Um, 
what a fight that was. That fight had everything to it. It was it was such a a great back and forth between both guys. But you know, this was a division where Yuri really had the opportunity to be, I think, the face of two hundred five. He has this moment, this all time moment, wins the championship, and it's just such a you know disappointment that he had such a serious injury that now the division's once again up in the air. It had the uh, the the dud main event a couple of weeks ago where we're left without a champion and now we have another title fight coming up very shortly to crown a champion who's not really going to feel like the champion so that's that that to go from one of the best fights if not the best fight in a lot of people's minds of 2022 to where are we at with 205 is is a little bit weird when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Speaking of champions, Michigan still alive, and they are making moves right now early in the fourth quarter. They got a turnover, and they scored. They're down by three. So we got wow. 15 minutes left in the Fiesta Bowl. 41 to 38. Max Duggan is struggling right now. Nine of 23 for 141 and a couple of interceptions. TCU has the ball. 14 minutes left in the game. Up 41 to 38. Michigan is coming on. We'll keep you updated as that score changes. All right. Speaking of coming on, it feels like in 2022, there were a couple of fighters that really made a name for themselves. Let's just go ahead and start with Sean O'Malley. I figured at some point Sean was going to get here. It's just the UFC gave him such a slow roll. But here we are. It looks like O'Malley's next fight is going to be for the belt. Are you surprised that that's what 2023 is going to bring us? Um. Well, he earned it. I'm not surprised because he definitely went out there against Jan and, and controversial as it may have been. He was very competitive. Great and fight. I don't think that Great a fight. lot of people thought that Sean was going to even be competitive with Piotr. I think that people thought that he was going to get smoked. And you talk about that slow roll. I mean, that was by his design. Like, he really is, I think, the first guy publicly to take his career to have that fame and be like, I don't like the rate I'm fighting for. I'm going to fight. I'm going to be like a boxer, basically. Take nothing but tune-up fights, and I'm going to be the sugar show. And I think even some of those, you think about the injuries, you think about the late replacements, wasn't as impressive as it could have been when he burst onto the scene. So he needed this. I think he needed a fight to really prove that, hey, I'm at this level. I can be championship good in what I think is very arguably the best division 
in the sport. And yeah, he, he definitely deserves that title shot. Um, I know that there are other people in that division, a guy that's beaten him that also is very worthy of it. I think that a lot of people have arguments at 135. It's, it's stacked. But, but Sean did something I think a lot of people didn't think that he was going to do. And, um, you know, all credit to him. He definitely, I think, uh, was able to reinvigorate the Sugar Show, which I think was getting a little stale. TCU, 76-yard touchdown pass as you were talking, and they go wow. back up by nine. They get 10 pending the extra point, dude. This game is absolutely crazy. And if you play – How much time is left? Go ahead and tear it. There is still 13 minutes left. It's 47-38 with 13.07 left. So so that thing's not going anywhere for a while. Um, we'll keep you updated, as I mentioned, as that goes on. Whose stock went down more this year, BT? And it was both recent, I would say, for both of them. Patty Pimblett or Hamzat? Of course, Hamzat missing weight. And Patty Pimblett just getting into it with people and got the gift decision. Who lost more stock in 2022? I think overall, if you had to ask most fans, I think it's probably Patty because his decision seemed like BS and that he got a very, very favorable nod. But I kind of feel like it should be Hamzat because what he did, basically just neglecting the scale and completely throwing an event on its head and getting a super favorable matchup for him. Um, I feel like Hamzat stock should have taken a dip because we were even still sitting here. Like, uh, what weight class is he, Sean? Do you know? Is he a welterweight? Is he going for the middleweight title? He claims nobody <laughs> wants to fight him. Everybody's saying they do want to fight him. Um, you know, I, I think it should be Hamzat who went down more. But I think overall, if you ask more fans, it would be Patty. I kill everybody with Jake Nowaker and Brendan Tobin on the sports machine, Sean Levine. Coming up next, a bunch of fighters retired and we lost a couple of fighters in 2022, but there were a lot of great fights, a lot to talk about coming up next. You're tapped out on the BetQL Network.